So when you're a mum, your days are full of firsts and you are learning so many things that you didn't know that you needed to learn about, but the days do go very fast and the days will soon turn into weeks and months and before you know it, your kids are all going to be grown up and you're getting ready to send them off to school. But there are definitely some firsts that you're happy to forget about, but today we're going to share with you um, a list of 10 firsts and last that you might not be expecting. You're listening to the How to Mum 101 podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Karen. And I'm Felicity. There's the first drive that you have with the baby in the car, which would normally be on your way home from the hospital. And uh, it's a little bit of an anxious moment when you try and make sure that the baby's strapped in properly and stop them from crying if they're crying and you as a mum are probably a little bit sore from what you've gone through yes. so it's hard to sit down in a car seat yourself yeah um so it's certainly a memorable experience not sure if it's always enjoyable but um it's it's something that's only ever going to happen once so worthwhile remembering yeah definitely it can be a little bit awkward kind of that first time driving through all the speed humps and <laughs> you've never looked so many times in your rear view mirror i don't think <laughs> The next one is the first day or first time that you're alone with your baby. So generally speaking, and hopefully most people will have um, a bit of scaffolding around them the first few weeks. Husband might be off work or mum might be bunkering down in the spare room, but there will come a time when the hired help will leave you. And you'll be at home by yourself with your baby, and that can be um, that can be quite quite an emotional, overwhelming, interesting, scary, lots of different emotions. So just being at home alone with the baby and actually realizing that hey, it's just you and me, kid, mm. and what are we going to do? It can yeah. be a very long day. Yeah. yeah, good good chance to bond though, and it's it, it's um, it's different when it's just the two of you, isn't it? The next one is your first public breastfeed, a momentous moment. I think you should get get a badge for that. Really, yeah. you don't know who's going to be around, so. Um, uh, you kind of work it up, work yourself up in your mind thinking, oh, what if people are going to look at me and what if people are going to get angry with me and, you know, you don't want to expose yourself too much. So uh, it's a it's a nervous one. But once you've done it, uh, it becomes easier and uh, it's a, an accomplishment, I think. Absolutely. I think for me, it was more around, is my baby going to latch? Mm. Because you want it to be this normal, like natural, beautiful, easy thing that, you know, you just, you know, expose your boob and the baby just latches on. But it's not always the case. And I, I remember for myself getting quite quite um I could feel my body temperature rising because mm. I couldn't get into the right position yeah um but yeah towards the end you just whip it out and away you go <laughs> baby does all the work but in the beginning it can be a bit of a work yeah. so yeah yeah you're definitely right it's an accomplishment getting that done mm-hmm. the next one is the first time you leave your baby so we've talked about the first time that you're alone with them but the first time you actually leave them it's also quite frightening so obviously you're not leaving them by themselves but um just that feeling of walking away sometimes it can be just a quick trip to the shop by yourself or might also be the first time that you've actually driven a car since um you might have had a cesarean so i know for me the first time i left them was i just remember being at the supermarket and just wandering around by myself aimlessly <laughs> because i was like there's no child here and i'm free so um yeah that can be can be quite freeing quite a freeing feeling because it's yeah. quite difficult to get out of the house as they get older yeah and first time you yeah first time you separate from them physically as well is um feels weird yeah it does but good in a way Definitely, yeah. Next one is the first vaccination. So this... can be nerve-wracking for for mum but baby obviously has no idea what they're getting in for um and they're the ones that end up crying a bit and being in a little bit of pain but normally it only lasts a second or two 
It can be quite emotional because you know, the first one is at six weeks, so it's still yes. all very new. You're still working everything out, and you know, seeing your baby cry, even if it's only momentary, can be quite it's distressing. Heartbreaking, yeah. It is heartbreaking, even though you know you, you're doing it for it's a reason. For, good. Yeah. for me, I I was one of those people that took my mum to the vaccinations <laughs> with me because I was such, three generations. Totally, my mum came for pretty much all of my daughter's first lot of vaccinations, and in fact, I think she continued to take my daughter when I went back to work. My mum okay. would do the vaccination visits because I got really upset and really worked right. up about it so um yeah pretty, pretty overwhelming the emotion mm. the next one is the first good day that you have you just go through such an emotional roller coaster in the first couple of weeks and you're learning so much about the baby and about yourself and things that become second nature after a couple of months can seem like a big you know mountain to climb in the first few weeks so when you have that first good day where you settle the baby okay your breastfeed okay or your bottle feed okay um you have you know little happy smiles and things like that the first day that you actually feel like hey I can actually do this and you get that confidence is such a good feeling yeah the next one is the first time the baby sleeps through the night so this (laughs) you're laughing at me because (laughs) I'm laughing at I'm laughing at us in general yes um yes we both we both have sleepless babies um so yeah first time they sleep through the night is a great one to look forward to and because you do miss out on a bit of sleep when you've got a newborn uh so it's certainly a celebration when that first night comes when they you don't get woken up and you wake up at five or six in the morning or on the contrary you wake up all night expecting them to wake up (laughs) thinking is my baby okay and you keep going into their room and listening and checking if something must be wrong something's wrong why aren't you awake so um it is a good feeling to know that they can actually do it for sure yeah yeah um and usually after the baby starts to sleep through you might have another first which is feeling confident to leave them overnight because you don't want to burden your parents or whoever's got the baby with a waking child so you might not feel comfortable leaving your baby until they're sleeping through so that first night away from your baby is a huge one I think like it is all all the feels um freedom is a big one but also a little bit of emotion as well like are they okay ringing and checking with mum or whoever's got them constantly to see but yeah that first night away from them can be just so freeing then the next first is the first time they get sick so this isn't necessarily a very celebratory one it it can be really concerning and when you've never been responsible for another person who's sick and them not being able to speak for themselves you are yeah you it's just that feeling of responsibility in doing the right thing taking them to the doctor if they need to go to the doctor taking them to the emergency room if they need to go to the emergency room giving them the right medication or you know checking that their temperature doesn't go too high all those things checking their breathing it's there's a lot to keep track of and it can be uh can be overwhelming and very worrying but yeah once once you get through it you start to you start to notice the signs for the next time and it's just all a learning process yeah yeah definitely i think you learn to cope with it a lot better but the first time is yeah it's be overwhelming you're right i think i don't know about you but i remember driving to emergency more than once yep <laughs> because you don't know what else to do even though the baby's probably only got a bit of cold um because they can't communicate so yeah it's definitely something that you remember but you do get more desensitized to it as time goes on yep, yeah yeah and speaking about sickness what about the first day in daycare <laughs> 
um, because that really is a catalyst for a lot of sickness. But yeah, that first time that you leave them in daycare, so you usually have a couple of visits beforehand in the build up to that first time that you actually leave them for an entire day. But I remember my first couple of days and weeks that my child or children were in daycare, probably more so Ruby than Lachlan, but I rang more than once just to, just checking up to see how she is. Is she okay? What's she doing? And they were so, the daycare workers in the, the centre was very, very understanding of my constant phone calls. But yeah, you, there's just that sense of I've left my child with strangers, strangers realistically. Yeah, it's scary. And I'm paying them for it too. So yeah, um, yeah it is very scary. Yeah, you kind me. of don't trust that anyone else can do as good a job as what you can yeah you just worry just worry about <laughs> but at the same get. time when you're you know often at the first time you do it you're, it's a trial day and you might not be at work you might be at home or something or even yeah. if you're at work it's just nice nice to be surrounded by adults or on your own uh and just have it's a bit of freedom for the first time in a while absolutely yeah okay well that's the the firsts and then we've got a list of um 10 or so lasts as well yeah so the last time things might happen. The first last is the last moment as a family of two or a family of three before a new baby is born into the family. So this might be you and your husband. Uh, the last time you get to spend a dinner together before you have a new family member is uh, a time to remember. And similarly, if you already have kids and you're about to have a new one, being a family of just the three of you for the last time is is kind of a sad thing to say goodbye to but then you yeah know, you know you know you're gonna have a, a happy family in the future but yeah yeah it's bittersweet i think because mm. it's it's monumental like you'll never go back yeah you'll never go back not that you want to but it's just you know really appreciating that last moment of what you've got at the time yeah and what about uh the next one is the last time you bath your baby in a baby bath there's all these things that happen in the beginning and all these contraptions and things that you need you think you need for a baby and a lot of people will have a baby bath but some People might not have a baby bath. You might just bath them in the sink or you might bath them in you know, the kitchen sink or the laundry sink. But whatever it is the way you're bathing, bathing your baby, all of a sudden they just outgrow it. And yeah. you're like, oh, my two-month-old or three-month-old or however old the baby is doesn't really fit in here anymore. Um, and it's kind of a bit monumental because they're, they're not as floppy. They've got a bit more strength. Maybe they can sit or they can stretch out a bit more. So you're sort of packing away the baby bath and you're bathing them in the family bath. It's sort of... They're growing up. They're growing up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the next one is the last time that you were refer to them uh, in months rather than years so you might say this is my 25 month old or my 19 month old or whatever it might be before you start referring to them as a one-year-old or a two-year-old uh, and again it's just a sign that uh, they're not a baby anymore yeah absolutely the next one is the last time you spoon feed your baby so this usually happens sort of around six months eight months whatever it is so usually they might be having purees or some sort of you know pureed food so the last time you actually need to spoon feed them yourself so it's pretty good feeling knowing that your baby can feed themselves not always as cleanly and neatly as you do but yeah being able to sort of pack away some of the baby spoons and and the bibs and getting them out of the high chair and things like that and then actually them feeding themselves again a lot of the last are really symbolizing that your baby is moving on to the next phase moving on to the next stage and it just sort of symbolizes that they're continuing to grow and get bigger and they're not that little yeah they're a lot more self-sufficient yeah don't need you as much anymore yeah which is kind of something that you're looking forward to the entire time that they're so dependent on you but once you start to do away with some of these things and these last start to happen you also start to realize that it is bittersweet because they're not dependent on you anymore yes and along those lines there's the last breastfeed or the last bottle that the that the child has I mean this could happen at any age really but breastfeeding is such a a special bond that you have with your with your child and you know whether the last time is on day four or age four it's sad thing to say goodbye to yeah it really is often I cried when 
when I had my last breastfeed yeah. for sure. Yeah, I wasn't ready. We had weaned during the day so I could go back to work, but I still thought that we would have the overnight uh, feeds. Yeah. And then, yeah, she just rejected me one day, didn't want it anymore. So I wasn't prepared for that. It, is, it does feel like a rejection, doesn't it? Yeah, it really did for me. The other one that we've got down here is the last day with a dummy. So not all children have dummies, but a lot do. And they can become, you know, like a little comforter. Yeah, a lot of parents will do quite a significant moment to remove the dummy from the baby or to say goodbye to the dummy it might be saying you know putting the dummy out for father christmas or putting the bunny dummy out for the easter bunny and again you know you sort of symbolize that your baby's growing up and they don't need that comfort of the dummy anymore and it can be quite challenging for some parents and also for some children yeah and even just like walking past it in the supermarket like i always walk past the dummy aisle and i'm like do i need dummies no no i don't need dummies it's like i'll never need dummies again it's quite sad yeah it is definitely it's what you symbolize with it isn't it yeah the next one is the last night in the cot, which I guess could also be the first night or just before the first night in a big bed. And again, it's just they don't fit there anymore or they're climbing out or whatever it is. But that cot, that huge piece of furniture that's been taking up space in your house, uh, suddenly you don't need it anymore. And it can be uh, it can be sad to say goodbye to babyhood in that way. Yeah, I totally resonate with that one because once your toddler starts sleeping in a bed, you know, the, there's the term the big boy. I'm a big boy. I'm in a mm. big boy bed or I'm a big girl. And yeah, they're, they're not a baby anymore. I think that one is a real hard hitting one for me when they're not in the cot anymore. Mm. Last ever, this is a good one. You definitely want to get to this one, which is the last ever nappy change. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes, please. When will that be? (laughs) So you might be waiting for two years. You might be waiting for three years. You might be waiting for four years. But eventually it will come. And the day that you can pack away the nappy change table, say goodbye to nappies and not have to change a nappy is certainly a very happy last Yeah, very welcome. Next one is the last pram ride or maybe the last ride in a baby carrier. Again, a huge piece of equipment that you've had with you since the baby was born, potentially. It's become part of your family and it gets you from A to B, oftentimes quite regularly. And yeah, if if you decide to sell that pram because uh, your kids are getting old enough, then that last pram ride can be a little bit (laughs) gut-wrenching or heart-wrenching. Final last that we've got here is the last time that they fall asleep on you and this could happen at any moment really you yeah. just don't know it really depends on the child and your circumstances and whether you're whether you're bed sharing co-sleeping or whether you're not whether you're breastfeeding or whether you're bottle feeding it could happen at any moment any time but there's just something so nurturing and so warming to have a baby or a toddler or even um, a big child <laughs> falling asleep on you and just that comfort of them knowing that they're safe with you and the feeling of them breathing on you is just so comforting so the last time that happens will be very emotional I would imagine and as I mentioned you probably don't even know that it's the last yeah, time you wouldn't realize you wouldn't realize so that's probably a list of the first and last that you you, you know they're not the traditional first and last they're not the traditional milestones but they are things that we thought were worth mentioning just based on our experiences over the last sort of four and a half years with our kids but if you do want to capture your baby's first milestones, the traditional milestones, head over to our website because we've got our baby milestone stickers that can help you capture those moments. 